Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. It's time for Family Feud Canada! From St. Columban, Ontario, it's the Kelly Family! Yay! And from Victoria, British Columbia, it's the Tyrania Family! Ooh. We hate the Tyrania <laughs> Family! Kelly Family from St. Columban. On Family Feud Canada last night. That's near Mitchell, Ontario, where our own Jim Kelly grew up. Mm-hmm. Many people, you know the rumor mill in the small towns, many people thought it was Jim's Kelly family going on Family Feud last night. We talked about that on the air, and then we found out that it was this other Kelly family from St. Columban, a couple towns over. Boy, St. Columban got some good attention last night, Jim. <laughs> this could have been Mitchell. Um, and you're from, I guess it's near... Cambridge, is that Stratford area? Stratford? Yeah. Population? Because yeah. it's small, right? Well, one, two, three. It's small. <laughs> Super small. It's a farming community, and we grew up in a dairy farm. Very cool. Yeah, Hard working. Did you drink milk today? Thank a dairy farmer. <laughs> Here's the Kelly family introducing themselves. I love I love when the families introduce themselves. Tell me who you brought with you, Larry. Well, Jerry, I brought some top-notch Kellys with me here today. Okay. First up is my- The best Kellys. How dare he? That's not like a personal It's my jab. talented and energetic only sister. Two claps for Sharon. <laughs> Two Beside claps. her is our hero, our mom. Two claps for Irene Kelly. Two claps. Next is my beautiful wife of over six years. Heidi, tell them what you do for a living. Well, Jerry, I'm a chef, I'm a nurse, I'm a maid, I am a mom of three awesome girls, and I'm a plumber. And a plumber? <laughs> two claps still, for Heidi. Yes, still only two gets claps. two claps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to see who gets three, because right now, <laughs> mom, two claps. You have nine jobs, two claps. <laughs> Last but not least is the man, the myth. My older brother. Two claps for Dave! Dave! <laughs> hey, what's the two clap thing? I want to know. <laughs> I thought it was going to progress. <laughs> That's true. Three claps for Jerry! Hey, hey Jerry got right. three claps. You know, if Jerry ever retires, I think Larry Kelly could fill that role pretty good. Yeah, I think they did a great job there, and we welcome to the Taz Show. Here they are. It's the Kelly family from St. Columban, Ontario. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, we've got Larry, yeah. Sharon, Good morning. and Heidi morning. Hello. on the phone with us. You guys uh, look like you're having a ton of fun on Family Feud Canada there oh, last night. Did. It was just a blast. Mm-hmm. It really was. The neat experience. Okay, you got to tell us, Lair, what is with the two claps? <laughs> well, I, I teach phys ed, and I learned from a colleague of mine, Shane Verbisky, that that's how you transition and get some good energy going. And then uh, the Kellys bought in, and we, we, we did the two-clap rule. <laughs> Kellys are all in yeah. on the two yep. claps. <laughs> well, it was fine. It was a, an emotional roller coaster, though, because things in the end did not go your way. Uh, that other family you were playing against, a uh, little bit of poor sports, huh, Jim? Yeah, they were. Uh, I, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but they were making noise and doing like finger-waving things, kind of like trying to psych you out. I have a clip here. Let's hear it. All right, here we go, Kelly. Here's your chance to get on the board first. Name of a fail. What the hell is that? No one's ever done that in 40 years of the show. Oh, was that bugging you guys? 
No. <laughs> no, we thought it was pretty funny. They're a super nice family, and we, we give them all the credit in the world. They, they did beat us, and uh, good family. Yeah, we talked to them uh, afterwards and before backstage, and they're so kind, and they were really super, actually. The one guy was a surgeon, a uh, heart surgeon. Wow. So their team captain, yeah, they're stellar people. You guys sound like the most wholesome, <laughs> nicest people I think we've well, ever talked to. Yeah, we're yeah. looking for some trash talk here, but <laughs> yeah. I guess you guys are just too nice. <laughs> you guys are clearly wholesome because the final question, the one you lost on, well, let's play that for everybody here. Oh, yeah. Try to steal other than pot. What is the term for cannabis? It's got to be a joint. Oh! That, that was the, the Toronto family. family. All right, Kelly's Toronto time for a steal. Alive. You get this, you stay in the game. If not, they're playing for $10,000. Other than pot, Larry, Still what is a term for cannabis? We're going to go with dope. Good answer. It's up there. You're still alive. If not, they're playing for $10,000. Show me dope. Uh, how is it not up there? <laughs> dope. That's such a funny word for marijuana. <laughs> Say no to dope. Who's you guys? You, you always do the little confer uh, between the family before you come up yeah, with the answer. Yeah. Who who said dope? Who are we lay, laying the blame on here? A, a couple of us said dope. Yeah, and, and a couple and, of us had Mary Jane ready to go. Yeah, and we just chose the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. See, like really though, how many times have you heard somebody actually say Mary Jane for marijuana? Was ganja up there? Ganja, ganja was gas, but no. it was not up there. No, devil's lettuce. <laughs> Devil's lettuce. Did anyone say it was? It was uh, in order of most common: weed, marijuana, Mary Jane, grass. Now, what do yeah. you what do you guys get if you don't win on the Family Feud? Do you get a nice parting gift? Uh, we great memories is all we got. They said that was it. Yeah, they just gave us good memories. Really, not no parting gift. Did you get like the guests of the Family Feud stay in a beautiful hotel in downtown Toronto while you're filming? At least. If we'd won, yeah, but no, we uh, we stayed the night before on our own, and then uh, played played the show, and and then drove home. Yeah, but they treat us like gold. When we were finished, they um, they took us to this room, and it was like Christmas dinner. It was this beautiful buffet, and we ate with Jerry D and all the other contestants. Oh, cool! And, uh, yeah, it was a great like great summation, a good celebration at the end. And you guys are now the heroes of Saint Columban, Ontario, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know about heroes, but uh, it was it was fun to put it on the map. Yeah, now the other 12 people in St. Columban know exactly who the Kelly family is. <laughs> and we're probably related. <laughs> yeah, you guys must be related to Jim somewhere Kelly's family somewhere along the line. Well, it's line, yeah. it's yeah. great that you got in touch with us. Two claps for the Kelly family. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. I want to talk to you guys every morning. You just have so much energy. It's like drinking 10 cups of coffee, hanging out with the Kellys. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Kellys. Our Super Bowl bet. Got a zip line and a speedo if you lose. Jim's got the 49ers. I've got the Chiefs. We just got a text message here. It says, hey, guys, if your indoor zip line doesn't pan out, you can always do the Wild Play Niagara Falls Mist Rider zip line. I don't even know what that is. I don't, I don't know, but in February. Is it outdoors? And, or is it like under the falls? <laughs> That would be a pretty epic video, though. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Uh, I want a <laughs> zip line where that guy tightrope walked across, like the longest way possible, oh, through the mist, 
You want a Walenda. I want a Nick Walenda to the American side <laughs> on a zip line in a Gito, <laughs> a Gene Speedo. <laughs> Please, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. <laughs> you are my Lord. I am your son. Thank you for taking care of me. Don't let me fall, Jesus. Please don't let anybody zoom too closely to my crotch with their camera phone. Oh, Jesus. Please, Jesus. That Walenda guy cracks me up. He, he, and understandably so. He was praying the whole time he was walking across that tightrope. It reminds me of the one uh, Star Wars movie where he's like, "I am the Force. The Force is with me. I am the Force. The Force is with me." <laughs> Jesus, I know you invented gravity, but uh, we put it on hold for a couple minutes here and walked across tightrope, Niagara Falls. Oh, Jesus, that was a bit of a gust of wind, but I know you are just testing me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, he hasn't fallen yet. Yeah. Maybe there's your evidence right there, gang. We've got some phone calls here. Some chirps. <laughs> Morning, Tasman. Morning, Jimbo. I want to say go Niners. You oh, yeah. You're it. a 49ers fan, eh, Sonny? Yep. I, honestly, yeah. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, we have Kittle the Beast. We have Bosa, Jimmy G. Bring it on. Bring it on, KC. Take a hike, Sonny. There's, there's going to be a blowout, and I'm not talking about the game. It's going to be Taz's ass, and that's you know. <laughs> Come on. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, Taz, it's Fred. Fred, yeah. Bruins super fan. Who do you root for in football, Fred? Listen, I'm a Cowboys fan, but you've got the lock on this. The Chiefs are going to walk away with it. <laughs> yes. Metallica Sonny is in Jim's corner. I got... Boston Bruins super fan Fred behind me. Yeah, they're going to win. I mean, you just got to look at the quarterback comparison, and that's what it's going to be. You can say, Jim can say all he wants about San Francisco's running play, but their quarterback is a lot better runner than what San Francisco has. The Chiefs quarterback, he's a great runner. Yeah, yeah. He's going to run right into a defensive tackle and blow out his knee in the first quarter. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how disappointed I'm going to be? Uh, don't even say that. No, I wouldn't worry about it. You're good, you're good as gold, Taz. Thanks, Fred. What are the odds that Metallica Sonny just cheers for the 49ers because Metallica is from San Francisco? 100%. It's the Bay Area. That's 100% what's going on. I bet she's a Giants fan, too, when it comes to baseball. Metallica, have they done a Super Bowl halftime show? No. In fact, um, James Hetfield has a quote here. He did a radio interview with Nikki Six. Uh-huh. And he says, I can't dance. I can't jump around. I'm not an acrobat. I'm not a variety show. You know, we're artists. We're a band. We love playing songs. We're not going to fly through the air on a sparkly star with a unicorn. <laughs> it's become less of... Well, they're from San Francisco. They might. You never know. <laughs> yeah. It's become less about music, unfortunately, and more about just the spectacle. When we played for the 50th anniversary of the NFL, right here in our hometown, Town, and they didn't have us do it, that would have been the time. Maybe that time has passed. So maybe there yeah. was a big event in San Fran they didn't play. Well, they, they didn't do the halftime, right? They they played an event oh. for the NFL, and then the, the NFL didn't say, oh, you guys are great. You want to play the halftime show? I see. He says that probably would have been their closest chance to playing the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, and look, I'm reading this article. It's from MetalInjection.net. They're saying that the reason why it's all these pop bands is because it's Pepsi who's who sponsors the Super Bowl halftime show. So they choose who best would represent their brand as Pepsi. Mm. So well, if it was Coke, it would be be a 
heavy metal band from the 80s for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> it would be Twisted Sister. It would be Motley Crue yeah. every year. <laughs> Sponsored by Coke. And I'm not talking about the beverage. <laughs> it's Taz and Jim. Got a message here from Mitch. It says, Taz, Jim, I heard you guys talking the other morning about how people are thinking the corona beer is the cause of the coronavirus that's not necessarily the case the story was that more people are googling corona beer coronavirus together um, wondering if they have something to do with yeah, one another they're curious to know and and we went on to say any publicity is good publicity well mitch says that's not the case have you ever heard of aids diet candy i hadn't but I looked it up. And Did you just say AIDS diet candy? A-Y-D-S is okay. the product name. It, it's a diet appetite suppressing candy that was launched in the uh, late 70s and early 80s, which was not a good time to have a product named AIDS. Yeah. Found a commercial for the product. Listen to this. This is real. Mmm, candy. And I'm not gaining weight. I'm losing weight deliciously with the aid of AIDS. Oh, my oh God. no. Even the context is horrible. It's not good. Can you imagine <laughs> the boardroom? Yeah. But how long until the AIDS epidemic, like, before it turns, how long does that go on until you say, we and have we to change the trash name. this whole name? Yeah, pretty quick. You, I, you would I, hope I, so. I'd assume. I, I didn't know this product ever existed, and the company behind it is probably happy about that. Mmm, candy. And I'm not gaining weight. I'm losing weight deliciously with the aid of AIDS. The AIDS diet plan really works. AIDS candy contains a safe and effective appetite suppressant when used as directed. Mmm, delicious chocolate flavor. And I love being a size 10 again. Lose weight deliciously with the aid of AIDS. Oh my, I can't believe that's real. It's making my skin crawl, to be honest. Obviously, so they would have no idea, but that is right. It, it wasn't intentional. This yeah. isn't a joke. That that was actually a product wow. in the early 80s that quickly was taken off the shelves. Wow. AIDS diet candy. Who knows what products we're enjoying today that are going to be a deadly virus in 10 years. Right. <laughs> what, what great product. I'm sure people would love diet candy. You can eat candy and lose weight. Sounds great. Great product. <laughs> Terrible name. It looks like we know what the Seattle-based NHL team is going to be named. They didn't go with any of our suggestions, Jim. I'm trying to remember. I, w I wanted the Grungies. The Seattle Grungies? The Seattle Grungies with the plaid plaid jerseys. And, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe another jersey tied around their waist. <laughs> ripped, ripped pants and yeah. socks. Everybody needs long hair. Seattle grungies. The 90s grunge scene was huge. Yeah, yeah. Put them on the map musically. The Seattle Needlers. That was another one. Yeah, they got the Space Needles. Is that yeah, what they call yeah. it there? Uh, Seattle Sockeyes was legitimately what many people thought the team was going to be called. And apparently they were going to call it the Seattle Sockeyes, but there's a book or something that uses Seattle Sockeyes. And a it, series of romance novels. It may be. Is that what it is? Yeah. It may be a copyright issue, so... Now, what would a romance novel called The Seattle Sockeyes be about? <laughs> what? I, that sounds like something from... Urban Dictionary yeah. that you could do in the bedroom. 
He grabbed me, kissed me passionately, laid me down upon the silk sheets, and then gave me a Seattle sock on <laughs> It was for a most romantic night of my life. <laughs> I'm the luckiest lady alive. <laughs> I don't even know what a sockeye is, though, to be honest. Is it a fish? A sockeye does sound like something it would take a couple days to recover from. <laughs> Man, I had a Seattle sockeye. <laughs> had to wear sunglasses for three days afterwards. <laughs> I got a lazy eye. It's a fish. Yes, a okay, Seattle I, sockeye is a fish. I, I don't know. And uh, it's a salmon. Sockeye salmon, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And they were going with that until they found these romance novels. Now they're like, we can't do it. They've picked another name. And apparently the Seattle NHL team is going to be called... Release the Kraken. The Seattle Kraken. Wow. Did not see this coming. You never do with the Kraken. <laughs> Lives in the deep, bud. Only comes up for special occasions. This is crazy. So the Kraken is the big giant octopus mythological Monster, creature. Yeah. You've seen it in films like Clash of the Titans. There's Liam Neeson. Uh, talking about old Kraken there. Yeah. The um, Pirates of the Caribbean, they yeah, had yeah, the yeah. Kraken make an appearance, ate Johnny Depp in one of the uh, movies. Big octopus. Mm-hmm. Could be a cool jersey. It's pretty cool, but, I mean, aren't you really open yourself, opening yourself up to a bunch of, like, funny names play, played off of the Kraken? Like, Smoking Kraken, Plumber's Kraken. <laughs> like, I guarantee tonight... Stephen Colbert will be ta- making fun of the Kraken, right? The butt Kraken. I I saw Kevin Smith, uh, comic book fan director Kevin Smith uh, tweeting about this. He said he's all in. He loves the name the Kraken, and he will become an official crackhead. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. The, of course, the name of the fans right there, the crackheads. Yeah, which sure is catchy, but you know, imagine the NHL starts calling fans crackheads. Release. The you like it? Are you feeling the name? Oh, absolutely. That's a great name. I can't wait to see the, uh, the, the team logo. I, I feel like it's going to look like the Hail Hydra logo from Marvel Comics. Yeah. Well, yeah then we'll get like, the, the green and black colors and, and all that. Yeah, I'd be I, I mean, down. Yeah, With absolutely. the octopus in a circle? Yeah. Hail Hydra. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see like a, a octopus a playing goalie. Of the team, he's got four trappers and four blockers. But I can't wait to uh, to see to see what this team's got. Uh, I I, that guy was talking, Jim. I just want to acknowledge I heard you with your your octopus playing goal. Okay, I'm gonna change it. Okay, imagine the the octopus with the the, (laughs) not that crazy with the Jason mask, the goalie, classic old school goalie mask. Octopus wearing a a vintage goalie mask. Goalie mask, four pads. Mm Mm-hmm. Two, all, are the pads all in the together middle, in the middle? Kind of like the Hail Hydra logo. Four pads, two trappers, two blockers. How dope would that be? That's that's the end of the statement, but that's what... My son would how think How intimidating it's pretty cool. would that be? Like, I can't score on that guy. Well, it would be intimidating if, if the octopus was actually playing goal and it had some skills. It's 2020, you never know. You just plop an octopus in there, I'm sure he'd be pretty easy to score on. <laughs> it's not. It's a kraken, not an octopus. By the way, it's way yeah. bigger. Kraken would fill up the whole net easily. You're right. Uh, people saying 
The name's stupid. <laughs> well, it, honestly, it is kind of cool. It's definitely cool. It's different. It's like when uh, when the Raptors called themselves the Raptors. I thought it was cheesy back then because Jurassic Park had just come out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a, the, the trendy new uh, animal dinosaur was, was the Raptor. And I was like, this trend is going to fade out. But now I like it. Yeah. It, it grew on me over time. And I think the Kraken may do the same. And we're getting another Lethal Weapon movie, everybody. No way. Yes way. What number is this going to be? Sanko. Sanko. Five. Huh. I'm trying to think how many movies Die Hard has. I think they have five, too. They've got Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I call that one Die Hard with Sam Jackson. <laughs> Die Hard with <laughs> Sam Jackson. They've got... Uh, Live free or die hard. Yeah, yeah. And then was that the Russia one? And then there was a Russia one with his son. Yeah, the one son of Die Hard. <laughs> I think they, I think there's six. There's five. Five. Yeah, I think there's five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's five. So, okay. Lethal Weapon was jealous of Die Hard, and they're like, "Well, if they get five sequels, we need five <laughs> sequels." Oh man, Mel Gibson. And Danny Glover expected to reprise their roles as Detectives Riggs and Murtaugh. I wonder if they just thought maybe enough time has passed for Mel Gibson to star in a movie again. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't seen much of old Mel since uh, the incidents, plural. Mm -hmm. Thing that boggles my mind is back in 1986 when the first... Lethal Weapon movie came out. Danny Glover was complaining then that he was getting too old for this stuff. <laughs> right? Now, he did say, I'm getting too old. <laughs> not, I am too old. He's 73. 73 years Jeez. old. Mel Gibson, mid-60s. <laughs> How much action can these guys handle? It depends what the problem is. Is is the nurse stealing things from the... <laughs> Joe <laughs> Pesci, did you see how old Joe Pesci looked in The Irishman? I haven't seen The Irishman, but I can assume. No. Joe Pesci is... He's he's like the, uh, the Hans Mole Man from <laughs> The Simpsons now. Is he going to be running around with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover? Huh. What Leo wants, Leo gets. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I've never seen any Lethal Weapon movies. What? <laughs> like, I feel like I've seen, like, I've seen a You've bit. You've never seen a Lethal Weapon movie? I don't think so. Oh my goodness, Jim. I've seen all the diehards. I'm kind of jealous of you right now, because I'd love to not have seen Lethal Weapon and to go back and, and watch it fresh yeah. for the first time. Now, the thing is, there's so many movies that it's one of those movies that inspired so many other movies. So you'll watch it and it won't be that original to you. Like yeah. when it came out, it was it was something different, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's it's just the standard, uh, basically uh, this, the, the base for every action yeah. movie that comes out, any, any buddy cop action movie. Totally, the two opposite buddy cop movie, right? Yeah. yeah. He's white and crazy and he's old and black. <laughs> How will they ever work together? He's a young, loose cannon, and he's eight days from retirement. That kind of classic lineup. That's Lethal Weapon, man. Yeah, of course. Yes, that is Lethal Weapon. Mm -hmm. And guess what? 
Sarge is angry and he wants to see you two in his office. <laughs> and you just caused a lot of collateral damage. <laughs> what is it? What's the plot of this one going to be? It's like uh, Mel Gibson's character, Riggs, calls up uh, Murtaugh on the phone. Where are you, Murtaugh? I'm stuck on the toilet. I've been on here for, for 12 hours. Oh, my God. What's wrong? Did terrorists plant a bomb on your toilet? And if you stand up, your house is going to explode? No. I'm 73 years old. <laughs> I spend 95% of my time on the toilet. <laughs> that was someone who hasn't seen Lethal Weapon. I don't know why you're laughing. Because in part two, that actually happens. The terrorists, no. terrorists put a bomb under Danny Glover's toilet. And if he stands up, his house is going <laughs> to... I just figured it still made sense without knowing that. <laughs> yeah, which sounds like a ridiculous plot line, but somehow they make it work. And this is a good movie. Lethal Weapon 5. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.